Welcome to the Five Degrees to Your Future podcast. Shift your course, transform your life, do more of what you love with Dr. Kathy Hunter. Welcome back. It's Dr. Kathy Hunter with the Five Degrees to Your Future podcast. Hello out there in podcast land. I hope everyone is staying warm. Even us here in Southern California, I went for a run this morning. It was 45 when I went outside. Now I was bundled up, but it was brisk and invigorating. So I know we're not in the snow. So I hope you are getting your exercise, whether you are in the snow or not. Anyway, and stay warm out there. So today I wanted to get into something that is plaguing most Americans, especially if they work at a computer, which is most people. And I really think uh, COVID and all the restrictions and sending people working home kind of added to it. I think there was already sitting before. But what I want to talk about today is the danger of prolonged sitting are the danger is the danger of prolonged sitting and I read this a long time ago and I try to keep myself and my patients informed and it said sitting is the new smoking and that's pretty wild but I want to dissect that today and really talk about it now of course the internet is our friend it can be our foe but it is our friend especially if you make sure they're real articles and um if you just type in dangers of prolonged sitting, you might get this doctor, and if not, find him. And he uh, really talks about it, and his name is Dr. James Levine, and he's not just some hack. He's the co-director of the Mayo Clinic uh, at the Arizona State University Obesity Initiative. Right, so he wrote a book, Get Up, Why Your Chair Is Killing You and What You Can Do About It. Now, I'll be honest, I haven't, read his book. I think I will, but I've been on this uh, no sitting for a long time path for a long time, not just with myself, with my patients. And I've always said, even though sometimes at the end of the day, my feet get a little tired, um, I'm not sitting. I'm standing all day. Now, I'm also moving around, so that helps a lot. Now, I do computer work, but I have my computer where I can stand and use it. Now, I also do computer work when I'm doing the podcast or when I'm doing Hunter Holistics, but even now I'm trying to stand more because what I've noticed just personally, when I'm sitting, I tend to slouch and that's not good either. So uh, standing kind of helps that. So anyway, let's dive into the dangers. Well, I think the obvious is you become very sedentary and that's dangerous for anyone, but especially as you get older. And the more you sit, then you can really add to getting chronic diseases. What are we talking about? Obesity, type two diabetes, but even any type of cholesterol problems or heart problems. And it's really interesting, this Dr. Levine, he gets into that the legs and the leg muscles actually activate some of the systems in the body. And we'll get more into that. So they're talking about in this article I'm reading, active couch potato syndrome. And what they mean by that is they are showing in studies and apparently this doctor is, is on the forefront and he has been for a long time with his obesity initiative. And basically, even if you are getting up in the morning and working out moderate exercise, we'll get to exercise in a minute, and it can even be walking. But even if you're 
working out before work and or working out in the evening after work, if you sit the majority of the day, you are still harming yourself and that workout doesn't really help. That's crazy, right? Um, you used to think, okay, if I work out, you know, before or after work, if I sit all day, I'm kind of negating the damages that sitting's doing, but they're showing that it's not. And what they're talking about is really avoiding sitting for more than 50 minutes out of every hour, which is kind of crazy, right? So limit sitting to three hours or less during the day. Now, I've been a big advocate of this for a long time, and I know a lot of companies and, and people are really jumping on this in the last couple of years, but getting a desk where you can sit or stand. And I know now they're pretty uh, prevalent. They're not super expensive. And much like before, I used to really talk about a really good chair, an ergonomic chair, which I still believe you should have. But I think this is even more important because especially if you're supposed to limit sitting for only three hours a day and you are working an eight hour workday, and you know, most people work more than that, unfortunately, because either they take their work home or they work from home and they jump on to finish something or something like that. That's a lot of potential time for sitting. So it's not being a pain in the butt employee. It's not being uh, frugal. You really need to invest in your health and talk to uh, your employer and, and really try to get that because whew, that is such a big thing. And just FYI, when we redid our kitchen and our living room this past year, Shout out to my husband, Larry, who did a great job. Our house is modest. It's not very big. And it's usually just the two of us inside. When we entertain, we usually have people outside. Why I'm saying that is we got a very kind of small-ish table to sit and eat or do some work at in the living room slash dining room. So what we got was more of a bar height. And what I have found is, and I'm standing there right now, just so you know, is that it's the perfect standing desk for me. Um, so that's kind of nice. So I'm trying to do that more. So I really, really can't um, uh, recommend that more. And like I said, this isn't something out of left field uh, if you went to your employer and requested this. And I'd be surprised if a lot of people didn't already have it. But you should be standing more than sitting, which leads us to another thing. And I was talking about myself standing. You also need to have a great pair of shoes and it doesn't mean you have to spend a million dollars. Well, at least a couple hundred, but unfortunately the good shoes that support your arch and support your weight comfortably through the day tend to not be $10. Uh, believe it or not, I found a pair of Skechers mules. Yes, I'm over 50. I love mules. And uh, they're called Delights. <laughs> kind of funny. But they have been the best shoes for a relatively good price. I think I got them for under $60 on Amazon that my feet don't hurt and they have a good, nice arch support. So something to think about because you'll be standing more. So let's talk about some of the other things about sitting so much. So I think we can all understand, you know, back in the day, I'm talking a long time ago, centuries, 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 thousands of years ago, we were more nomadic, meaning we moved around. We were hunters, gatherers. We really didn't have desk jobs, right? We didn't have computers. So that, um, 
nomadic lifestyle actually put pressure, meaning gravity, upon our bodies. And there's an interesting law. It's called Wolf's Law, and it's about bone growth. And basically, that pressure of gravity and standing upright and putting weight on your body actually stimulates bone growth. So it helps it be more strong and healthy. And what is one of the biggest things I hear in my office and with, I think, the population in general as people get older is they start to get something called osteoporosis uh, or osteopenia, which is basically weakening of the bone. And uh, they're saying in this article that when we left that nomadic lifestyle, um, it actually made our bones less dense. So that was from the way back. And can you imagine if you're sitting most of the day? Um, now back to, uh, when you sit too much more than that three hours a day, even if you exercise, it's, it's really interesting. Um, it's in this article, it's saying that, uh, the stimulation induced through sitting leads to both the suppression of skeletal, uh, lipoprotein lipase activity, which is necessary for triglyceride uptake and high density lipoprotein HDL cholesterol production and reduced glucose update, blah, 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 blah. So (laughs) big words, but basically saying because you're sitting, your body isn't able to handle the proper things of uh, LPLs, HDLs, you know, you see those in your, in your blood work when you get that done. So very interesting. Um, So it's saying sitting is clearly a sedentary behavior. Standing is not. Um, prolonged sitting promotes the very ailments that modern society struggles with while standing protects against them. And, uh, they're saying that the exercise cannot undo the damage of prolonged sitting. Like we're talking about, even if you work out in the morning and the evening. So it goes back to one of the easiest things you can do is walk. And even if you walk around when you're working, because then you're not sitting, um, and of course, getting a walk in at some point of the day, a little bit more of a brisk walk. And they say moderate exercise is that you can uh, have a conversation. So uh, sometimes I work out a little bit harder than that, which I'm trying to keep it more moderate. Um, like my run today, I could have had a conversation, but I would have been talking to myself. Anyway, but, um, you know, the dangers of really pushing yourself too much, um, it's not good for you either. And, you know, this sitting activity goes beyond work, of course, because let's hope we have lives. So they're even recommending that when you're watching TV, stand up or walk around during commercial breaks or just get up, you know, put, put YouTube on pause or Netflix on pause, whatever you're watching and get up and walk around. So it's really, really important. Now, not surprising to me, um, this prolonged excessive sitting, of course, is riskiest for women, right? We get the, the wonders of childbirth and all the pain involved. Uh, (laughs) we get the emotional, uh, stress of being a parent. Um, not that fathers don't, but as we all know, mothers, it's very different. And we get lovely menstruations and into menopause. It's, it's just lovely sometimes being a woman, being a woman, being a woman, but that sitting too long is actually worse for women, of course. So in this article, they were talking about, um, uh, in men, increased standing was significantly associated with a lower likelihood of elevated body fat percentage, but not metabolic syndrome. And I'll get into that now with women, um, If you are sitting too long, um, you can increase your risk of metabolic syndrome. Now, what is metabolic syndrome? Fun stuff. Um, It's a few things. It includes high blood pressure, high blood sugar, 
excess body fat around your waist, which is the worst part to have it, abnormal cholesterol or triglyceride levels, impaired fasting glucose, and low HDL cholesterol levels. So in other words, disaster, right? And again, setting yourself up for all those chronic things. Now, one thing they're not really getting into too, but also cancers. If you have all these things like type 2 diabetes, obesity, high cholesterol, all this, you know, your body's so busy handling that, maybe it's not putting energy toward uh, handling cancer and other assaults, um, with uh, things coming on the body. So something to think about. Um, So muscular and cellular systems that process blood sugar, triglycerides, and cholesterol are activated simply by carrying your body weight around your, uh, upon your legs. So like we said, um, just the action of standing and walking around actually activates these very systems that protect the body. And of course, as women, (laughs) the cross we bear, um, it's worse for us. Now, this is another one that the article gets into with Dr. Levine, um, which is kind of a, a duh, but makes sense, is that when you sit too long, you actually have exhausted workers. And I find that myself, even if I'm not sitting like long, long, but like if I have to sit and write, like right now I'm finishing up um, uh, a seminar that I wrote. I write continuing education seminars for chiropractors and I'm finishing up this one and it's, you know, heady and I have to look on the computer and really get into writing and doing slides and all that fun stuff. Anyway, I start to yawn. I start to get tired and I can't even imagine if I was sitting eight hours all day. Um, like I said, too, you tend to start to slump over. And that actually decreases um, the volume of your lungs because you're closing down on your body. Interesting, right? So you're not even breathing in the way you should be. So there's so many cascading effects of sitting too long. And I tell you what, being tired is the worst. Um, I'm very fortunate. I have a lot of energy, but I also work on that to make sure I have a lot of energy. But that seems to be one of the biggest complaints I get from patients is that they're just tired all the time. So um, definitely talking to them about sitting, I need to revisit that (laughs) with a lot of people. Um, And back to the exercise, the moderate physical activity or exercise in this article, they're saying that you can't overdo it. Now that's interesting. So if you're doing too much vigorous exercise, it actually backfires on your body. You can add this whole host of things that are actually negative to your body um, versus you would think the positive effects, right? But that moderate exercise, again, defined if you can have a conversation, you can do more. It's it's definitely the case of more is better um, in the moderate range. So just getting up, like we said, walking around the house, going for a walk, uh, you know, me going for a run. I don't do it every day for a reason uh, to give my body a rest, but just doing that moderate exercise, playing pickleball, going to the gym. You know, my husband and I maybe go an hour, a couple days a week. That's moderate. We're not there like some of these guys we see and God bless them. They're monsters and they're there for hours and they're really, in my opinion, overdoing it if you look at it in a medical sense. Um, And just a point on that, they're saying overdoing, um, strength training, which is, you know, working out with weights actually is worse than doing nothing at all. Right. Interesting. So my whole point of bringing this up today is that I really don't know anyone who doesn't sit 
uh, for work. Uh, besides me and I guess my uh, some of my friends, uh, shout out to Sue, who she is a CT tech at Kaiser and uh, fluoroscopy, x-ray, mammography. I mean, the girl has so many certificates. She's doing great, but she's on her feet all day. And let me tell you, she definitely invests in good shoes because she knows how important it is to have your feet flip and hurt. Um, that's a whole other thing, right? Plantar fasciitis, et cetera. But everybody sits. And after work, what do people do? They sit. So really, really start being conscious. Again, uh, takeaways get a sit standing desk. If you don't have one, ask your employer or if you're self-employed, go pony up, get on Amazon, get yourself one. Uh, when you are exercising, try to keep it to a moderate level. Uh, you can't do too much. Moderate is great. You know, I love pickleball as I've talked about, go play some pickleball, go for a walk. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's really, really not just great for your body, but for your mental, um, state, which we all know too. And when you're not working and you're lounging, you know, I love to lounge myself, get up, get up, get up between commercials, pause, whatever you're watching, get up, walk around the house, walk outside, but really try to be more conscious of it. Because I know for me, my goal in life is to live the happiest, the healthiest and the longest I can. So again, back to the five degrees, this is just one of your little tweaks to make sure that you reach your goals. So enjoy. If you have any questions, drop me a DM or put a comment in the comments and I will get back to you. So I hope you enjoyed this. And until next time, take care. Thank you so much for listening to the five degrees to your future podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a future episode. And please leave a rating for the podcast as well. You can follow Dr. Kathy Hunter on Instagram at Kathy Hunter Glover. And until next time, enjoy the journey.